Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. For the first time on the show, and, and I got to meet Eric Stone Street at the uh, the Savannah Bananas game. And, of course, we all know who he is, and he's... he's uh, you know, one of the founders of Big Slick, but our paths just hadn't crossed. And so you never know. You know, I just think movies, TV, Hollywood, L.A., like, you know, the big deal, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, he's amazingly successful. Uh, and then we met at the game and started chatting it up, and it became like the, the Wyandotte rumor mill. Like, it was, it was the best talk I'd had in a long time with a guy when you first meet and you go, you're kind of like dogs sniffing around. You're like, so you do know. You're part of wine. You're like, you're real yeah. wine. He's like, you're real wine. Like, <laughs> You've been like, the same circles. Well, that's, that's you know, and there's a comfortability mm-hmm. that comes that you go, oh, I get you, dude. Mm-hmm. And then we realized, uh, uh, you know, that's where it stops. Then he has actual <laughs> talent. And, you he know, did things with his life. Yeah, he's got a whole successful thing working out. So. Born September 9th in Kansas City, Kansas, a graduate of Piper High School and Kansas State University. He is an actor who made a name for himself as Cam on the long-running ABC sitcom, Modern Family. He's become an even bigger part of the fabric of Kansas City, being part of the ownership group of the Kansas City Royals, and as one of the stars behind the Big Slick Celebrity Weekend benefiting Children's Mercy Hospital, happening on June 24th and 25th. Please welcome, Kansas City's own, Eric Stone Street. How are you? Hey, Johnny. What are you doing? Well, I'm just uh, comfortable here at home. And, you know, it's, it's early in the morning. I haven't been a morning guy in like two years since the show ended. Right? No kidding, man. I, it's awful How to get up and do this. Morning. It's terrible. You never get used to it. It's a terrible thing. If I had other options, I would immediately opt out of this. <laughs> You, uh, you, I didn't realize what a, a KCK, like a true old school guy, till we met at the at the game and started talking. I was like, man, I go. That's what I was talking to Baron about. Was uh, I, he goes, hey, uh, Eric Stone Street. We started talking about Disgraceland, my little piece near the Speedway, and you and I talked about your hunk of land. You, you really got deep up in Leavenworth County, man. And how many acres did you grab up there that that is now a forest for you? Uh, I think we got r- roughly four hundred acres. That is. God damn, I love that. Like, 
and, and you, not because you won't even be a farmer. You just want to stretch out, and it feels good to walk around out there. Well, when the show was ending, I was looking at little 10-acre, 4-acre pieces up at the central, in the central coast of California. And I was like, I want, a, I want a piece of property, you know, like that I could stretch out on. And, yeah. and then I met Lindsay, my now fiancé, uh, who's from here. And then, uh, you know, my, my parents were getting older. And, and um, I thought, why am I looking in a third location if I'm going to be – coming to Kansas city to see my folks and Lindsay's here and we're going to make this, this work. So then we just decided, well, let's try to find a really cool piece of place, uh, property in Kansas city and retether myself there. That was before the pandemic. And then once the pandemic happened, we had already gotten a piece of property. And then I was like, heck with it. I'm coming home sure. and had a place to be and not, we don't live, live there. We just, but it's been my creative outlet for the last two years of just uh, putting that piece of, you know, property together and building I, stuff. And that's what's so weird. That's what's so weird about meeting you. So I'm like, because everybody in the room here is like, Jesus Christ, that's exactly that's exactly what I've been doing. I don't live in disgrace land. I bought the land and not really was sure why. I just knew I really wanted to. And uh, and so it just became cutting roads and bridges and putting up a building, yeah. digging in the pond, and and for whatever reason, man, you can't hear the noise out there, and it always feels right. It, it feels so good, and you know, I I love cutting trails and mowing grass, and you know, yeah. I send videos and pictures to all my friends in in Los Angeles and co former coworkers. I was sent a video to Julie Bowen to meet cutting grass smoking a cigar the other day and she's just like i i, I want to be you i said yeah. well maybe for a minute you probably would and yeah. then you'd be ready to go inside but it, it's 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 great man it's it's been such a fun uh experience i love the name of your place uh okay. we call we call ours fallen tree farms great uh because there's a lot of trees and they fall over and rather than <laughs> worrying about rather than worrying about when they fall over I'm like let's embrace what they do naturally and just That's call it. this place fallen tree <laughs> absolutely man no I have the same weird feelings like I have a buddy who's an arborist and we were clearing it he'd be like well look that's a dead tree and I go leave the dead tree because it's a great habitat for about a gazillion different kinds of creature and and he just looked at me like I grew a second head you know, and then you're like, well, look, woodpeckers, termites. We've got look at all everything that's living inside this. So there's an owl, there's this, there's that, and so I have a weird set of rules that have developed over the years with everything that goes on with outside. Like it, it's no rhyme or reason to why it is the way it is. I just have developed this odd rules, and you do really. It's strange to become an adult and realize I'm not good. I don't really remember how to use a chainsaw anymore. And so yeah. you, then you get good at it. You're like, yeah, this feels great. And then you're like, you have a skid steer or you, you just learned it. I mean, just do stuff again. Well, let me tell you something I thought I would never own and is one of the best tools I have is an electric battery powered chainsaw. Do you have one? I do not. Uh, but that, oh, I've heard God. they're amazing. I mean, I, I have a normal chainsaw. So just for all the guys out there that are like, <laughs> falling over and calling me a wuss <laughs> right now uh i have gas powered chainsaw too but let me tell you the i have a still and then i have a makita uh battery powered yeah dude you will not regret the purchase see my only hang is i don't have electricity out the land i have to run on a generator 
So, because I'm an idiot, Got I, will, it. I will just forget. And because, you know, how, how many times, I, we didn't have a side-by-side at first. So it's the 30 acres. And, you know, when it's all forested, 30 acres isn't long if it's a pasture. But if it's a forest, it feels like it's 10 miles. And we'd walk in, and I'd forget something for the for the chainsaw or for the, uh, you know, whatever we were doing that day. And I'd have to walk all the way back out again oh to the 20-foot container. And you're like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. It'd be summertime. That's when I'd be out. Yeah, I'd be like, I'm done. I'm tired of being an outdoor person now. Yeah, I'm no. going back inside. Yeah, no, it's a snake farm, free range tick uh, area for sure. But it's Uh-oh. it's you're such a great part of Kansas City, man. And that's what I learned that day. That that's the thing that I walked away from that conversation just feeling great. Going, man, that dude. I mean, not only are you a great actor and a comedian and just a good all around human, but you're exactly like the people that I always end up really wanting to be friends with, you know, guys like, like, like Baron Corbin, you know, like, like real guys who, who, who go out and do their thing and they want to create, but they always come home. There's always a, a, that same feeling, man. It's that, but whatever it is, that gravitational pull of wine dot, it always comes back. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's funny. It's, you know, it, 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 it was always like a nice, you know, warm, hug when i would come home uh you know especially after 2009 when I, when modern family happened and people knew who the heck i was sure. nobody cared before then other than my family and friends but uh after that happened coming home just always felt so good and you know again with Lindsay being here and and uh, my folks it just made so much sense to to start yeah time back here more and it, it uh Feels great. Well, you you wriggle. I mean, Sudeikis. You know, you look at his Keckner, uh, Rudd. It, it it is amazing the amount of talent that's come out of the city. And then seeing the beginning of the Big Slick. You know, I worked with Gloria here in radio, you know, Paul's mom, for years and years, and she's such a power on her own. I I always knew her son was an actor, Paul Rudd, and I knew who he was, but I wasn't keyed into the whole things as much because she was she and I would just talk about our my mom because my mom's English. And then the big slick happened, and I really put it all together in my head watching these guys, all of you, who were, you know, out there really making it happen in the hardest possible environment. Really, you have to work so hard, and you have to never be a never-ending effort. And the thing for you guys to come back and start this charitable event, uh, that first year, I was so blown away by the honesty, the truth, the generosity, and and this the 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 genuine heart that it, the big slick is. I mean, it's it's not a, a sideshow event for for paparazzi. It's to do yeah, good no, for the city. Rob and Rob and Paul, of course, started it with Jason, and then you know, again, I was in that time where I was just still trying to make it in in Hollywood and, and make it on you know some kind of uh, name for myself. And then after a couple of years after they started it, Modern Family happened, and they figured out I was from here and invited me as a guest. And I came, I think one or two years as a guest and then uh, asked me to join as a host, but you know, it's, it's, it's really great. They've, they've done a good job. And of course the families just take over and, and make it all happen. So, but again, that's, you know, what makes that successful isn't necessarily uh, us or uh, the families. It's the people of Kansas city that support it, which is sure. a full circle moment of why, uh, the gravitational pull is here is because it's such a it's a great city full of great people. Isn't it fun to have your Hollywood friends kind of catch the magic of Kansas City over that weekend when you see them go, holy cow, we didn't even you know it's a flyover state, right? You just you, I think people and I hope I kind of hope they never figure it out that it is yeah. wonderful here. It, it is. I uh, you know they're all they always comment and I know your listeners notice too. Like no city wears. 
their letters on their T-shirts more than Kansas City. I mean, right. you, it's true. you go to a, every airport I'm in, I always see someone in Chiefs, Royals, Kansas City. And that's not to say other cities don't wear their stuff, but just the fact that we're walking around in shirts that say KC or hats that KC, say KC everywhere we go. I, I don't see any hats out there that just say Ohio, you know, or, right. or Cleveland. You know, I see Cleveland Brown stuff, but we are a walking advertisement for our city and you're correct. I hope people don't figure it out. I'll tell you a funny story. I had a buddy of mine who's an actor. He's on Barry. If you watch, if you've seen yes. Barry, he plays the police chief uh, uh, on the show. Very funny guy, longtime pal. His name's Gary Krause, great actor. Uh, we just got to talking about something, and he's like, you know, I, I want to come to Kansas City. Do you care if I come to Kansas City and 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 like just explore it in case we want to retire there someday? They're in their fifties. That's great. <laughs> I said, sure. So Gary came and spent a week with me in Kansas City, just as some hypothetical exploratory mission to see <laughs> if someday they might want to retire here. That's so great, man. Because it is. It's. You know the difference is with the, with the shirts. I feel like uh, a lot of times when people wear a New York, L.A., whatever the big city is. They're saying, we're the best, we're the best. And I've seen yeah. somebody in KC wear a shirt, and it always seems to me they're going, I love this city. It always feels like a different right. declarative statement. Well, I've gotten into my fair share of arguments over the years because I am I am full of pride about where I'm from. And, yeah. you know, people are eager to say exactly what you said. Oh, well, it's no New York City, or it's no Boston, or, where you know, whatever it is. It's like, well, yeah, I, I know it's not, but... Um, yeah, and thank it, God. The difference when, when we won the World Series, when we won the Super Bowl, it's just a different thing because yes. the expectation level in those cities is, well, they're going to win something all the time. Somebody's going to win something. There's more money or whatever. Right. And it's hard to explain the pride like I, I of me crying like a baby when we won the Super Bowl. And I know there's sports fans in New York City, obviously, but it's just a different it's just a different feeling for sure. us here. It very uh, much Kansas. is. I don't even like sports, and it's just an interesting time I grew up watching. And but catching the, you know, obviously I live here, and I want nothing more than than our teams to do well and win. But that, like the series, was a big thing. We walked down there, we drove down to see it, to walk the streets and look at the looks on people's faces and the joy and the father son like throwing the ball and you didn't see broken bottles and cars on fire you saw like families with just you're right people crying people super over the top filled with that 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 joy and uh, it was so fun to see and then of course Mahomes is if you, you there's no way to not be a fan of him as just a human being like to what he does like yeah. the story is, is too good to watch him is so unorthodox and back to Barry you know Henry Winkler who's a friend he adores Kansas City. Like, he really loves it. In fact, lately he's been uh, popping up with Kansas City comments a bunch with Mahomes and coming here. Yeah. And, and I figure if we get the Henry Winkler blessing, we're all right. We're good to go. Yeah, he's a great guy. Oh, the sweetest human being in the world. I, I would murder yeah. for him. Yeah. Oh, okay, Johnny. I'm going to be honest. I really would. I really would, Eric. <laughs> You, uh, how'd you get to know? How'd you get to know Baron Corbin? Uh, you know how Baron Corbin happened was because during the time of Big Slick, I would people would tweet me and say, uh, "Wrestler Baron Corbin is from Kansas City," and yeah. enough people enough people tweeted that that I finally reached out to him or did my research and reached out to him and, and figured it out. And I, you know, look, I, I have been a huge fan of professional wrestling in my life. I can't say that at the time I knew much about wrestling. 
uh, other than Brock Lesnar is a, is a pal of mine uh, wow. that I'd met through strange That's ways. Awesome. Oh, he's, you want to talk about a normal, I, I don't want to pull the, pull the curtain back too much on Brock Lesnar and his character, but you want to talk about the nicest, caringest guy ever. I mean, pe- people hate Brock Lesnar, but my God, you would just, the person he is, is, is so different than the persona that he creates. And it's just, he's just a, I judge people by, you know, I, I met Brock with friends and six months later, he remembered their names. He asked us, he asked about your, my parents, because they were, you know, something was going on, and I just I couldn't no, believe that, what a good guy Brock is. Anyway, that's who how I met Baron. Uh, so I reached out to him and uh, got a video from him for Big Slick. The, one, the first year I had reached out to him, he couldn't come. They were in Saudi Arabia or something like that, and uh, or wrestling somewhere overseas. And he sent a really great video from the center of the ring. And then I said, "We'll get you there someday when you can." And this year he's coming as a as a live guest. So killer man, and it's it is so much fun to watch this thing unfold and uh, and and see the people like Cheryl Crow rolling in. Like it's just always this great mixture of comedians and and sketch comedy guys and athletes, and it's just it's just a joy to watch them wholeheartedly embrace this great idea, which is support Children's Mercy Hospital, and then really understand that it is about going and visiting those kids, making their day a little brighter, putting that money into the system for research, helping that, you know, move itself along. And then the the idea that it's not a big sad event. That's the other thing that really puts the big slick so far out above everything else. You know, so many charitable events I want to support and I definitely send checks, but I'm like, man, I don't want to go to that. That's going to be the saddest thing I've ever seen. It'll be yeah. a, a nonstop Sarah McLaughlin song, you know, and I will <laughs> it's true but this is like oh the yeah best. oh so much fun this is yeah dude it's uh yeah it's, it's a great time and and, and again we appreciate the people coming and and um and doing and doing the show we've had some really great guests this year is, is really hard because it's the first year that i i feel like a lot of people feel like they're free you know yeah because of the last two years and so a lot of people that would normally want to come are all traveling and actually going and enjoying their lives for the first time uh, in LA on vacations or working. So it's been, it's been a, a tough year of invites. I've had a couple people that were coming and then had to cancel uh, my friend, Bobby Lee, who is one of the funniest people in the world. And one of my oldest friends from Los Angeles, he was going to come, but unfortunately something popped up for him. So he can't make it this year, but uh, he, you know, he'll be the, the good thing is they always give rain checks and then they all, people always end up coming at some point. Yeah. Well, listen, Kevin Pollock's back too, right? Oh yeah. He's, he's so funny, dude. I had the greatest moment with him. The very first year, big slick, they invited uh, me out to play at the ball game. And so I'm rounding uh, and I stop on second where he's playing second and he's making this huge deal, and I'm kind of watching the corner of my eye, and I'm smiling because he's such a giant personality. For you know, he's not super tall, and and he looks at me in the corner of my eye, and he goes, "It's always show business, kid. It's always show business." <laughs> it was this fantastic out of body experience for me. I was like, "Am I really here right now? And this is all the way it's going to work out?" And it was just yeah. I mean, that's the fun. best part about you know living the the life that uh, you know we get to live sometime is the is the surrealness of the moment and yeah. i always as my modern family and 
career ascended or, you know, my, my Saturday nights changed over the years. I always tried to be not only a participant in those Saturday nights, but also uh, an observer of the Saturday nights and, and watched as, as they say, like, wow, what would 16 year old Eric think of this situation right now? And always tried to enjoy them, but also, you know, look at them from the outside these moments. Yeah, I, I I live so similar, man. It, it is because I love to watch and just and see and, and, and be a part of that moment. But it's always that. I always have the movie in my head of like, what are you doing, man? Like, what is that? How in the hell did you end up in this situation? And mm-hmm. it's fun. I mean, it's just, it is a fantastic life. And that, you know, again, I, I think that people like you and people like Rob Riggle and, and, and the rest of the guys, there's a reason that you're also successful. It is hard work and it is talent, but there's a heart that goes along that I find that people that are consistently happy in their lives and they they really are putting good out in the world because there is a, a, a rhythm to it, I believe. I think if you're a good human being, I mean, a genuine good, uh, I think, and you work hard, I think it all works itself out. It really does. I, mean, I think you have a happy life. Your reward is to be happy. Yeah, but some real jerks have also found success in it. <laughs> but they're miserable. But they're miserable twats. Yeah. Uh, I, well, I, one can only hope. I, I, I've met some guys where I'm like, they're so successful. And you can just look at them. I'm like, why are you so miserable with yourself? And, yeah. And you're right, though. There are some of them that you go, Jesus Christ. I, I, how did Hitler make it? You know what I mean? Like you go, Jesus right. Christ, I can't kill you with a ball peen hammer. It's, uh, I love to see good guys win. In the end, that, that really is the message. I, watching good guys win is probably the greatest joy any, anybody will ever have in life. Well, in our, in our business, I, you know, I, I never looked at somebody else's success as meaning that I couldn't have right. success. And what, what you, you meet in, in Hollywood is a lot of people that begrudge you success. So I would always tell people, like, you have to identify people that aren't happy for you. You know, your little wins, if it's a callback to an audition, if it's a, if it's a meeting with an agent or whatever those little tiny steps are in the beginning, if you share that information with someone and their response is anything other than that's awesome, man, congratulations. Uh, you need to get them out of your life because right. that's the, uh, they're a toxic person and they're not going to be ever happy for you. No. And they're never going to lift you up in the end. I, and I merely mean this dude. I love to see good guys when I just like it, like a, I have a childlike brain in the sense that, I want to see good guys win because I need to feel like that's how the world works. I need to feel like the good outweighs the bad that, you know, the, the, the come from behind kid, you know, the bad news bears, whatever it is you want. Like, that's the story I need to believe in. Yeah. 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 Well, there's, there's, there's a lot of people that uh, work real hard in our industry there and never find the success. I was just talking about that with somebody the other day, um, talking about, um, what was it we were talking about understudies and things like that, where, you know, I worked hard at my craft and feel like I was born with, you know, some talent that I, I can't or, but luck don't doubt played a part in my oh, career. Yes. As anybody will tell you, you have to have, you have to be at the right place at the right time, but you have to be prepared at the right place at the right time as well. And you have to be good at the right place at the right time, but there is a luck element but my point is there's so many people uh, that are really good because it wasn't like I was a terrible actor and then I auditioned for Modern Family and then all of a sudden I was good. I was always the person before that show, right? right. Yeah. And then I got the opportunity. And so I was telling somebody, and I can't remember what the conversation was, the context, but I was saying there's people in the wings that 
are great actors. A, a perfect example. Do you know the, the the commercials where the guy in the uh, Jake will know who this guy? Oh, I, I, lost, I lost you for a second there. Which, hold on, your phone oh. is breaking up a little bit. Oh, I'm sorry. Now the guy, you there? You, yeah, I'm here now. What was the guy you were saying? He was the guy. In which commercial? The 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 insurance commercials, progressive. the progressive, or or where he's teaching people how to not become their parents. Yes, <laughs> yes. And it, he he's a guy I've known forever. Actually, went to the University of Kansas. He's from Illinois, but he's a guy that has worked forever. And that guy could be on a sitcom tomorrow, and always has been a, be able to be a person that could be on a sitcom tomorrow, and that you would love. His name's Bill Glass, but. Uh, you know, that's the point is like there's these talented people everywhere that just need the opportunity sure. to, to to make it. And, and I think it does help if you're a good cat and people root for you that, you know, if it's going to be all things being equal, there's this guy who's a jackal and this guy's a good cat and either could do the <laughs> job. You think, man, you know, why not? Why not be the guy that people do want to be around? And well, that was that was advice I got early on in my career uh, on like when you have these moments, these big auditions where you're you know, testing for a show or something like that. This acting coach was like, it's given that you're qualified to be in the room if you're in the room. But what you have to convey also in that moment is that you will be a good person. You're a good business partner because they want to pick someone that's not going to be a jerk on the show, on the, on the set, on the whatever. So that was always a technique of like, how, how in this moment, you know, my three minutes in this room with all these people that are could potentially change my life convey to them that I'm a normal, regular guy. So I, I really took that advice to heart early in my career. Yeah, and you know what? It's obviously it served you well. If you're just joining the show, by the way, we're here with the great Eric Stone Street. The, the big slick is just around the corner. I want to make sure that we, you guys, everybody understands this is happening 24th, 25th of this month. And I mean, it's raised more than $13 million for Children's Mercy Hospital. It's spread knowledge and understanding and helps with research and lets people know that the hospital even exists, that, that you know, this is a place where you don't get thrown a bill. Like, th- these guys take care of your kids. And it's, uh, which, by the way, you, uh, your, your family, man, your, your fiance, beautiful, the kids, everybody, what a nice-looking, genuinely cool p- bunch of people. Yeah, well, I got lucky there. I definitely... She, she was a nurse at Children's Mercy. I actually met her at the Big Slick, uh, walking into a patient's room uh, that I met there, I guess, six years ago now. And uh, we reconnected after the Big Slick over something to do with Big Slick. Uh, it's, a, it's a terribly long story that uh, if your audience is all not already asleep, us talking about our <laughs> property uh, would definitely put them to sleep. But <laughs> but uh, yeah, how about uh, the idea though that excuse because I'm powerless against a moment like that. So you're saying this beautiful girl who works to help children and make them better. You meet in, in that environment. I'm just like whatever you want. I'm yours. Well, I'm okay. Like there's right. I'm yeah. done. I'm smashed. That's over. Well, you know my good friend, a good friend of mine in Los Angeles. When I was going through all my single days of thinking I'm never going to meet a genuine normal girl uh she's like you know what you need a nurse you just need a nurse from kansas city (laughs) and literally she said that five years before i ever met Lindsay. and then all of a sudden i meet Lindsay, and here i'm doing everything i can to you know deny that i'd met what somebody had written down on a piece of paper (laughs) for me for 
like five years ago. So finally, I'm like, okay, well, this this clearly is supposed to be what it is. Dude, it's wonderful. It's a wonderful story. Listen, I'm not. Gonna, I would keep you all morning. I'm, I'm not because I'm not going to abuse this. I, I'm just so glad that you stopped by and made the phone call, man. And we'll catch up. We'll get with Baron, and uh, we'll go blow stuff up. We'll, we'll chainsaw stuff. We'll set stuff on fire. Yeah, we'll just... man, it's awesome. I, how, how did you meet Baron? Just from him being through the radio. Baron well, and you. Yeah, yeah. So he, he'd come through. And we'd been on the radio talking in this, and then of course they do the tour, and and all of a sudden he pops into the studio, and you're like, you're a goddamn giant, and I, and I, you know, obviously same thing. You do your research, like he's from Kansas City, he's done all this stuff, all this fighting, this Golden Gloves, played bowl, you know, his stories of just the reason the world has worked out for him the way it is. He mm-hmm. goes, he just beats his way through this world with a smile, yeah. and his heart is giant. He's a great dude, but he's one of those guys you'll meet in your life that he really. He likes pain that I don't like. Like, right. he's, he's got those friends that'll just, like, laugh and punch each other in the face and drinking whiskey. And I'm like, dude, don't make me shoot you, because I will. I was like, you're too big. <laughs> you're too big and too scary to me. And yeah. his, his brother, Danny, if you've ever met him, he is, uh, you know, he's like he's like a nurse. He, he helps and, uh, you know, he does outreach stuff just as big and tall. And he is uh, he's so incredibly sweet. And they're the same guy, but they're so very different at the same time. Yeah. So, well, I'll, I'll hopefully I'll, I'll meet him sometime. But he, I was happy that he he was coming and uh, to the show to the uh, show this year. Oh, we're gonna go ride motorcycles and uh, and hang out and uh, and just get stupid. You know that dude's always up for a ridiculous adventure. Yeah, that's where I check out on the motorcycles. Yeah. Never a motorcycle guy. That's all right. You know what? I got a sidecar. <laughs> Can you imagine? I'd have to, me and my electric chainsaw, I would have to check in my man card. Like every guy would see me and like, uh, you're done. No, nope, you're done. Yo, listen, you're, you are uh, all that is man, Eric Stone Street. Uh, I'm, I'm just, uh, I'm proud to meet you and uh, I'm sure we'll, we'll catch up with each other very soon. Yeah, absolutely, Johnny. Appreciate it. Take care, man. Hold on. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Selling a little... Or a lot. 
Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. It is 80 degrees in Kansas City. Oh, the beating's off air worse than the ones on. (laughs) I knew somebody would have to have this. Things I like more than soccer. Because I'm the, in my own oh, mind right now, I'm no. like scrapbooking. Here I've never go. done it. I'm like anything. Uh, adopting orphans. Yeah. Uh, no, no, the soccer. Because, shaving teas back. Uh, anything. It finally got to us, though. We were announced yesterday that uh, World Cup is coming 2026. Which to, is uh, Kansas City. It's huge. Uh, but if you have a soccer player in your life, you're, uh, it's 2022, so I accept you. Thank you. And you can love whatever sport you want. I support See? you. See, isn't that... That's yes. very, I'm very woke. Yes. Born July 8th in Arlington Heights, Illinois, he is a stand-up comedian who has made a name for himself with such Comedy Central, Showtime and Netflix specials as Stay Hungry, What's Wrong With People, Aren't You Embarrassed, and Why Would You Do That? And he's bringing his Nobody Does This tour to the Midland Theater on June 26th. Please welcome, Sebastian Maniscalco. One of the great stories, if you if you follow comedy, you know exactly who Sebastian is. But otherwise, he could have slipped past your radar and be the most successful guy you've never heard of if you're not into comedy. And there's almost no way to explain this. Uh, but he is on the edge of just... Brilliant. It, it, he is brilliant. Sebastian, welcome to the show. How are you? I want to address the, uh, the soccer comment. <laughs> um... <laughs> I was uh, all-conference Rolling Meadows High School, 1990, um, and I love soccer, and I had a beautiful mullet to prove it. (laughs) (laughs) You know, so uh, I am I am happy to be with you guys. Uh, Thanks for having me on the on the show, and uh, I can't wait to get to Kansas City. More importantly, I've never tried barbecue in Kansas City, and this time around, I think I'm going to have to indulge. Oh, listen, your colon will scream. You will be happy. It Perfect. Is, it is. It is fantastic. Well, look, Chicago's just up the road, right? I mean, that's you grew up in Chicago. 
grew up in Chicago, uh, Arlington Heights, Illinois. Uh, I left there when I was about 24 to come out to Los Angeles to pursue a, uh, a career in stand-up comedy. And you're right. I've been flying under the radar for 24 years. You know, is- I mean, uh, uh, there's no really big movie or TV success uh, that I could hang my head on. I've just been doing stand-up comedy uh, pretty much uh, half of my life. And uh, each year it's gotten better and better and better. And, uh, and uh, it's, uh, it's, been, it's been great. Well, it really is. And by the way, I cannot sell this enough so people understand like what you are and what you've done. Your story is insane. You set the record for the biggest grossing com- uh, comedy event. In, was it 18 or 19? I think that was 19. 19. It, was it the Madison Square Garden? Four. Run? Four sold out <laughs> nights. Four sold out nights, correct? Yeah. Yeah, every Italian in the New York City area came to the show, so the, <laughs> the arena smelled like cologne. It was beautiful. It smelled like your <laughs> You, uh, but oh, you, yeah. you are a comedian's comedian. You are such a great, a great talent, and because you do speak to the truth in all of our families, man. It all starts at the table. It all, it, it's, it's, it is a, a thread of, of honesty that rolls through all of your comedy. That is, uh, I think, the thing that people fall in love with. It's, it starts with family, right? Yeah, I think you're right. I mean, I grew up in a, an Italian family, and uh, I talk a lot about my father, immigrant upbringing, and uh, and now I got my own family. I got two kids, five and three. And as an older dad, I'm 48, going to be 49 next year. I got a five and three year old, so you know, I'm not uh, I'm not like the uh, you know a young father. I, I play with my kids, but a lot of the play is like I'm laying down. You know, I mean, there's uh, you know, a lot of doctor patient type of uh, play we do where uh, you know let's let's find out what's wrong with daddy's knees. So I, I, I do a lot of a lot of playing with them, and uh, my wife loves arts and crafts, which. Uh, I can't really get into. I don't know if you guys did arts and crafts growing up, but uh, my my wife's family was really really into it. And now, you know, my wife's like, "Hey, do you want to do arts and crafts?" And I'm like, "Can we make money on that?" I mean, like, I don't want to I don't want to sit there and glue macaroni to a cardboard, you know. So uh, it's an adjustment for me uh, being a father at this age. But uh, my kids are great, and Father Day's coming up, and uh, we're gonna go see Buzz Lightyear. Is that can't gonna wait. be the move? Is that the move for them to take you to see their movie? Well, you know what? It's like I'm dying to see Top Gun, and I was asking my buddies last night. I go, would it would it be a problem if my family went to go see Buzz Lightyear and I skipped to the next theater to see uh, to see uh, Top Gun? And uh, apparently, that's not uh, that's not the move. So I, I disagree. Yeah. Uh, I feel that should be your day. Pretty pretty much any day of the week. Yeah, yeah, you and and you waited. I mean, because understand this. I, I, there's so many stories I want to ask you about. You were a waiter. In, in Los Angeles. And when I was 18, I moved out to uh, uh, Hollywood and Highland out there in Hollywood uh, and in 89. So it's a rough place to go and, and, and explore when you're young and, uh, and you don't have anything. You're a waiter at a restaurant. And did you seat and wait on De Niro and Pacino and end up in The Irishman because of that? No, uh, yeah, no. So I moved out in nineteen. What when was it? Uh, nineteen ninety-eight. I started working at the Four Seasons Hotel, and at that time, between ninety-eight and two thousand five, it was really a place where uh, a lot of the junkets for the movies were were held. And sure. I waited on De Niro, waited on Pacino, 
this had to be around the year 2000, 2001, and then subsequently ended up in a movie with them uh, called The Irishman, and it had nothing to do with me waiting on them. It's just okay. I, I auditioned for the part, and I, I ended up getting it. So it was kind of full circle for me. Here I am, you know, uh, 20 years earlier, waiting on them and, and bring them uh, a nut caddy and a chicken satay, and next thing you know, we're, uh, we're in a scene together. So... Uh, yeah, I mean, that movie, uh, working with Scorsese, Pacino, Pesci, De Niro, I mean, I grew up watching these guys, and the next thing you know, uh, we're doing a scene at the Copacabana, so it was uh, it was surreal. You know, a lot of the movies that I've been in, and there's not many, but uh, they've, they've been really good experiences. That and The Green Book, which, which won the wow. Academy Award, was, which, was pretty special. What a wonderful movie. What a wonderful, wonderful movie The Green Book is, man. And uh, you've just done, and, and again, you are one of those things, like another comedian, they just go on, and, and the legends that kind of come out about uh, Maniscalco. And you have been that guy. Like, people understand, you've already sold out the first night in Kansas City. Are you, is your second one already sold out? Oh, uh, yeah, we got a few tickets left for that. So, yeah, yeah. it's, uh, you know, coming to these cities, um, you know, first at the comedy club level and then at the theater level. And then, like you said, some, some, some cities I go to. Uh, we go into arenas. You know, when I first started in '98, I just wanted to do this for a living. I didn't, I didn't have aspirations doing, you know, arenas and theaters across the country. I just loved stand-up comedy so much. Early on, I mean, I started watching stand-up comedy when I was like nine, ten years old uh, on Johnny Carson, and then I fell in love with it on HBO and all those uh, specials they used to have, uh, Evening at the Improv and, and what have you. And then, uh, you know, I decided I want to do this for a living and moved out here in '98, not knowing a soul. And uh, and I'm like, you know, if I could just, you know, pay my rent doing this, uh, yeah. I'd be happy. And uh, it kind of exploded uh, beyond my wildest dreams. So uh, it's it's been a really, really special uh, ride. Yeah, it, it really is, man. Nobody does this tour live at the Midland next Sunday. There's two shows one day. And by the way, that's how you know you grew up with the Rant Father. Because you, you'll meet people that go, I couldn't possibly do two in one day. And I'm like, no, that's a dude who knew he had to get to work and you make all of your days count. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, that comes from, uh, the, like I said, the immigrant upbringing. My father, who is 75, is going to be, actually 76, who's still working as a hairstylist, if you could believe that. I mean, he just had uh, surgery on his shoulder, and, and the other arm, his bicep detached from his... His bicep is basically living in his elbow, and this guy's still doing blowouts. Yeah. I'm like, Dad, yeah. it's over. You know, I mean, you're going to be 80, and you're still doing die jobs? So uh, it, it's, it's the mentality that I grew up with. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, you know, that's, that's static. Oh, the static uh, is killing me. That's, that's kind of what I've adopted uh, through my own life. No, man, listen, they're, they're already yelling at me that you got a bunch of interviews today. But, man, I'll tell you what, I, I know that you God, God knows you don't need help selling your shows out in Kansas City, but... Man, you're always welcome here to make the call if you want to come by the studio, whatever. Man, I'll take you out for barbecue, but uh, I'm just a huge fan. And uh, and one of the ways I was going to tell you, like I found out about you years ago, was Howard, of course, is a huge fan of yours, Howard Stern. He was just going on and on. And I was like, man, i got to find this guy and, and, and really get into it. And uh, it was how I got led to your all of your comedy. Well, I appreciate it, man. It really means a lot uh, to coming on your show and uh, promoting mine. And uh, and uh, hopefully next time I'm in town, I'll, uh, I'll I'll take you up on that barbecue offer. Anytime. Stay right there. Hold on. Whoop. Ah, that static's killing me, Jake. That wasn't us, was it? Jake, is that us? I don't think it was. That, that wasn't us doing that. Yeah, that was his. Like, I tried to get it worked out early on. And it, I mean, we did okay there for a while, but I, that was on his line. He's gonna, I think he, after us, he's gonna try to do something else. Dude, he's got such a shimmel 
in him. Well, I'm like, because I'm, I was, you know, Schimmel was a dear friend. Like he was a friend, friend. Like I loved, I cried like a pussy when he died. And uh, but do you not hear that? Oh no, it's like, that Schimmel. I mean, I'm like he's Schimmel, and Schimmel would do it in a quiet way. Like yes. Schimmel could do it sitting on a stool and let yeah. you know. And Sebastian, he is Schimmel, but it's just yeah. And I say that motivated. with love. It's just, yeah, yeah, I say that with love. He's, oh, yeah. he's got his own thing. But by the way, I mean, do you understand this guy? Because most people go, "Who? Sebastian Maniscalco." But I'm telling you, comedian's comedian. It, he is, and it, he's like, you know, like a Grateful Dead style band, a band that doesn't need an MTV video, a hit, doesn't need a, a song on the radio, mm-hmm. yeah. doesn't need to be the, 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 the force-fed, you know, media blitz. Yep. A dude who just on your own, people find you, and then they go, I'm a giant fan, and they just, that's the kind of stardom that lasts forever. Like, it just mm-hmm. goes and goes. Well, it just, and it, it, when you start doing, like, as he moves towards the Midwest, he's trying to get a following here. But I, oh, I'd do, say if he's selling out two shows yeah. at the middle, that's 6,000 seats. And when you, But it'll be arenas before you know it here because he's already doing arenas on the East Coast. And the arena guys are, you're talking Foxworthy, yes. Larry, Jeff Dunham. Like, that's yeah, that's big time. But those guys, and, and by the way, the, the follow the thread. Hardworking. Nobody really saw it coming. It just happened for them. Uh-huh. You know, Larry the Cable Guy. Dude, Larry, remember, he came in, he made it old school. One one show at a time, one fan at a time. And obviously you're like, well, sorry, did you just do a pavilion in Wichita? And all of a sudden I'm like, are you playing? Did you personally rent Kemper Arena, Larry? Mm-hmm. And he did. And he ran on his own. On his own. Out. He figured out that he didn't need anybody else. He went, what's it cost to come in here? And he'd literally go, can you turn the mic on? And, and, like, and he would literally show up with no Genius. Yeah. Nothing. One mic, and they'd turn the white light on over the stage, and he would sell it out. And and again, guess what? Then you get to keep all the all money. the money. Uh, like you're not paying all this other stuff. Yeah, I need to go to Larry the Cable Guy school. But they are dude, like he's Larry, smart, man. Like Larry, Sebastian, those dudes. They are the same guy. They in the work. Their they ass they off. just grind nose down for years, and then all of a sudden you're like, hey, who's this dude? And this they, overnight they, sensation. Just, yeah. The, the next thing you know, yeah. he's the biggest thing on who's the planet. Who's that guy in the coyote fur coat? Yeah, the 20 year overnight sensation. Look at, yeah. look at Kevin yeah. Hart. Kevin yeah. Hart oh. might be the biggest deal on the planet. Yep. Right. And how many times did we? My I tell this story to my son, and he can't believe the number of times I've met Kevin Hart. Yeah, Ke- Kevin S- comes screaming in here. Yeah. yeah, sat with him, talk about because they the tennis shoes and whatever. Like he was a big deal on Nike tennis shoes. And I'm like, no, I've sat with Kevin Hart oh, like what, relentlessly. Anybody wondering about like, the clap it up when you hear yeah. it on the show? That's Kevin Hart. Yeah. That's yeah. him walking in the studio because he could hear the sound effect of our clapping as we're coming in. That's him coming through the That's door. That's right. Clap it up. Clap it up. I want to hear the clap. Clap it up. Clap it up. Which one you know it. Talking about baby, it's <laughs> Kevin Hart. Of course, yeah. that's Kevin Hart. Yeah, that's always been. But people have no idea. That's Kevin Hart. Like, but yeah, though the guys who work their ass off, yep. they're just nonstop. And again, that twenty-year overnight sensation. Yeah, it's just those are the guys that get it done. And again, I'll say it again. I root for the good guys. Maniscalco is one of those guys. Like his comedy's fantastic. You would love it, Nick. You would. No, be- I mean just the the discussion of the Gorney, oh. just with his dad. It's so real, dude. It, it everything about it is is so genuine, man. It's so uh, it's been a big week for me. My wife and I uh, celebrated at a restaurant. <laughs> My wife never knows what she wants to eat. She always go, "You go first. I said, "All right, I'll have a New York strip and mixed vegetables." Back to you. How long <laughs> did you think I was gonna take? <laughs> yeah, 
again, it's just the truth, man. Takes yeah. one little truth and punches it right in the balls. <laughs> yeah. Can't take the airport, especially now with these families. Especially now, summertime, the families, they're coming out like ants. Ants. With these little kids. Enough with these little kids on an airplane, okay? One week old with placenta on it going to Hawaii. Hawaii. And what happened to fathers in this country? Their balls have been detached and thrown in a purse somewhere. What is going on with the fathers? I'm looking at this family check-in. The wife is doing everything. She's lifting the heavy bags. She's doing the ticketing, the boarding passes. And the father's off to the side, like a dunce sitting there with his son hanging off his chest in some type of kangaroo sack. Uh, honey, do you, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to speak. I'll just sit here like an idiot. I'd breastfeed if I could, you know that. <laughs> <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.